I always was focused to, to the operations, but, but learned very quick that even to to own and control a property has, has, has some charm as, as well. Yeah, Even the value creation on the one hand, but even that, that you, uh, for long term, you control this place and, and nobody can kick you out. Yeah. Welcome to the Brave Bold Brilliant podcast. I'm here today with Oliver Winter. Now, Oliver is the CEO and co-founder of A&O Hostels and is dialing in all the way from Berlin. Nice to see you, Oliver. Nice to see you, Janet, and thanks for having me here. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. I've been looking forward to this for ever since we managed to get it in the diary. So thank you so much. So Oliver, we are going to have a really interesting conversation around starting a business, scaling a business, what's going on in your world. Um, but before we get into the detail, would you do us the honour of just sharing a little bit about your journey, where life started for you and how you've got to be in the position you're in today? Sure, sure. Happy to do. So, um, yeah, I was was quite young. So uh, 22, 23, when I started the business to to start with the first A&O hostel in, in Berlin. And um, yeah, why, why did I start this business? I, I traveled around the world as uh, um, before I started with my studies and, and finished high school before. And I had some some time and I, I traveled with, with a really, I, I always say not low budget, it was no budget. Yeah, that was uh, like like 3000 euros for six months, including uh, air, airfares, etc. So that was really no no budget. <laughs> And 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 one of my highlights during during this travel travel around and and seeing all these countries, always a highlight was every five six six days checking into an hostel to 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 use the laundry, meet other people. Yeah, a, a highlight was always this common kitchen. Yeah, where, where you shared even your re receipts, but but even yeah, and and your meals and and all these stories. Yeah, and 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 uh, um, uh, tips and hints what to visit and and uh, what to see. And yeah, back back to Berlin, I started to study to become a teacher. And but I always had in my mind, um, um, yeah, why not? Why is there not not a hostel? Um, what what I met, yeah, this hostel concept from New Zealand, from Australia, from the US. Why is nothing like this in 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 Berlin? And and I started to investigate and and talk to to many people and and uh, been to. Uh, business business partners events etc and, and tried even to raise some money and and uh, yeah by how it is in life if if if, if you're consequent uh, tr try to to achieve something then by even more by random I, I met my previous business partner uh, uh, Michael and and uh, Michael said yeah let's 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 try it yeah and um, so Michael had the money Michael was even like a mentor for me he was um, or just uh, more than twenty years older. Uh, than me and that was really helpful so he he, he knew uh, how to set up a set up a business um organize things organize financing etc and and then we started in berlin with 164 beds that was the very beginning and that was a very very low standard hostel so one one single room with with private uh, facilities all the rest with with uh, common bathrooms uh, no tv in this time of course no wi-fi not in 2000 um, so that was not existing, and and um, yeah, to, today we're operating nearly thirty thousand beds in in wow. nine countries, um, twenty two cities. Um, yeah, so that's that's in very short. That's that's how it began. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, listen, we're going to get into all of the trials and tribulations, the highs, the lows. Oliver, I'm sure there's been many successes and I'm sure you've had a number of um, challenges that you've had to deal with along the way as well. Um, and, and do you want to just describe the business model a little bit, Oliver, in terms of, you know, how, how, how the business is set up? You know, do you own the properties? Do you lease the properties? I'm just kind of quite interested in, in the setup of, of how, how the business is, is uh, kind of organised. Yeah. So let me maybe start with our target group. So that, that's um, to understand who, who's checking into an ANO. Um, so 40, 40 to 45% of our business are groups. Uh, groups means student groups, um, pupils, and um, even a lot of sports groups. Um, and um, the, the other part of the business is a lot of families loving, loving to, to use ANO. Um, because they, they can use one room for the entire family, yeah, and the kids putting in the bunk beds, the, the parents or even grandparents use, using the single beds. Um, and then, of course, the typical backpackers, mainly in the summer season, 
um, couples, a lot of couples, city breakers, etc., for the weekends. And um, our businesses, so the, the first 10 years, we, we've been just tenants because nobody liked to finance something what has no track record. And, and even in the 2000s, uh, in these years, we had everyone, even bankers, to explain what, what is hostel, what, what does it mean? So it was not as common as it is today. And um, then after 10 years, it started that, that First Bank's been brave enough to, to um, finance this idea. And since this time, even we own um, own assets. Today, it's half half. So, um, fifty percent of our inventory is is uh, is, is a freehold, and fifty percent are leases. Oh, fantastic! Well, that's really interesting. So, actually, you're also a property investor as well as as being a you know a, a provider of of hostel accommodation, aren't you? So, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a development over over the years, yeah, and over time. So I I always was focused to to the operations, but but learned very quick that even to to own and control a property has 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 some charm as as well. Yeah, even in the value creation on the one hand, but even that that you uh, for long term you control this place and and nobody can kick you out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and of course, hopefully, over time, you get the uh, you get the equity growth in the value value of the you know the real estate itself as well, which is quite a neat a neat uh, solution too, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. So, so Oliver, where did where talk a little bit about your early life? Because obviously, you know, you you started um you know the, the journey of of how you got into the business side of things. But what what was life like growing up for you? To explain a little bit about your kind of family background and and how that might have. Um, I'm always interested to see how that's influenced the journey as well. You know. Yeah. So maybe interesting for my bio is is I, I'm a child of Eastern Germany. Um, so and I was 15 when the wall came down. Yeah. And and um that was for me, I, I, I still can very well remember to this this time what we call the GDR, yeah, this is uh, former East East German uh, state. And uh, but even well, this is this feeling in when when I was 15, 16, first time in my life feeling I, I can do whatever I like, yeah. And so I, I, that was up to fifteen. I grew up with this: the state will will control what what you will do, and and yeah, so everything is prepared. So your career will be prepared, and and there's not so much move uh, room to move left and right, yeah. And then from one second to the other, uh, yeah, there was a world was was without boundaries, so to say. Um, and that was even yeah, may, maybe one of the of 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 my motivation really to to try out the, if I really can do what what I have in my mind yeah and um, so um, yeah my as as I, as I touched already my my original plan was to to become a teacher um, so I I started to study in in Berlin at Humboldt University um, I didn't finish because of of A and O came came between. And the chance chance to to do it. Um, still still living in Berlin. Love this city here. Um, I'm father of four kids, four fantastic kids. So even <laughs> even big business at home. Yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah. So and uh, maybe even yeah. Uh, um, I'm passionate runner. Yeah. So I, I run a lot lot of marathons. Even like that's for me a good uh, good combination to to see new spots. Yeah. And and discover discover this new spots by 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 my own feet, so to say. Yeah, fantastic. Wow, you are a busy man. Indeed, four children and growing a significantly successful business and running all over the place at the same time. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk about the fitness side a little bit, Oliver, because, you know, I, I often, you know, I, I work with a lot of businesses. I do I advise a lot of businesses in particular yeah. when they're looking for maybe an exit or to, to kind of, you know, scale up. And I, I work with both corporate clients and also sort of SME uh, businesses as well. But very often, you, I think you find, especially if you're a founder led business, it can be all consuming you know, the business, it can really take yeah. over your life. And and very often, as a result of that, people maybe start to neglect their own well-being, you know, in terms of diet, health, exercise, etc. Mm. Um, so how important has the running been for you in terms of you being a good business leader, do you think? Yeah, I I think um, I to be honest, I I think I started really running because uh, it was a field and and it's been these minutes and and or even hours where I felt I, I 
I'm not reachable. Yeah, I'm. I have really my time for my own, and can start to sort my uh, my mind and uh, yeah, and and um, think maybe some a minute longer about one topic, a little bit deeper. And so, um, and that was really that that even I enjoyed this really much to to be just for me. Yeah, in in this time, and and I always tell tell my friends that that was the reason I started to run longer and longer. Yeah, to to have more time <laughs> for my own, and that's maybe the the, the reason I love running an hour or two um, or even even longer. Um, and on the other way, yeah, it it, it helps you even yeah uh, even physically yeah to to uh, to uh, stay healthy as as much, as best as as you can and uh, yeah. Um, but I think here, yeah, most important is that that everything you do, you, you should not do excessive. Yeah, so you should do it in a, in, a, in a, try to balance out. Of, of course, as an entrepreneur and and founder, you work probably a little bit more than other people. Um, but um, yeah, always even even make make a cut and say now it's family time or now it's just time for me. Um, even if this time is shorter, um, that that this time has more quality than. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I think being fully present and in the moment is something that um, sometimes people struggle with. You know, I, I think it's great. We can run our business off our phones these days, can't we, essentially? But uh, sometimes that has a negative as well. So are you are you able to switch off when you're with the family? Are you fully focused with the family or do you have a, a tendency to still be taking a little look at emails and things? <laughs> Yeah, um, in 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 the evening I can switch off really because I, I have then already the feeling I I did 10, 11, 12 hours I did my job and and um, so now it's it's really then time for 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 private. Um, on holidays I can't. I I really try to sometimes um, to to switch off everything and and uh, and I, I become so nervous and 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 un um, unrelaxed. Yeah, that even my family then said Oliver take your phone. Yeah, have have a look. And what I try then is is just to to uh, have uh, uh, or organize one or two hours per 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 day um, to to check just quick make a quick check, not dive in deep, but 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 have a quick check if if there's any any anything urgent. And then I'm I'm totally happy. So I and and from if this is done and I checked and and see okay there's no no urgency, then I, I I'm 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 back to what I did before and and, and focus to this yeah fantastic no that's that's i'm i'm pretty much the same to be honest i try to create these sort of you know boundaries if you like yeah. i'm not always successful but but i'm i'm the same when i'm on holiday i want to be on holiday but i have to have a little bit of a time just to each yeah. day first thing in the morning maybe before dinner just a quick half hour to deal with things and then i can i can relax then but exactly. um, it's, it's yeah. always yeah. always a challenge isn't it so so oliver i mean listen you've taken this business from from zero up to I think you're north of 171 million revenue now aren't you and um, in terms of the, yeah. the turnover um what has been the most difficult phase do you think has it been starting the business or scaling the business I know they're very different um, phases no I would say as, as start, starting of course and 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 of course what is quite obvious at, in, in hospitality business uh, as the COVID COVID time as well yeah this this two years yeah. that when you had from one second to the other, there's a feeling that that everything you you build up with with even your shareholders and 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 your teams, um, that that could be destroyed in in during days or weeks. Yeah, um. So I I would say the uh, from my last twenty three years, um, the the two years of pandemic, um, been same hard as the twenty one years without, but um, yeah, as as almost if you if you begin with a business. Um, the, the first years are, are probably the hardest. Uh, scale the business was oh yeah was always not not so not so hard. It was was always fun because if 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 you have success and you see even your 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 business model is needed by 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 your clients by your customers and and uh, um, yeah so um, you you can roll it out and whenever you open something it is it's full from the first second. Yeah, and people love it. So that that that's um that makes fun. Um and we always try to to grow quite organic. So it means not not that we grew in, in five years, we, we doubled the company or whatever. So always try to open one to three assets per year. Um with a, yeah, and, and and with always the same pace. So not not 
overstretching the company, not, never overloaded or overstretched the existing teams. That that was important, and I, I think we we managed this quite well. Yeah, mm, fantastic. And you know, when you were, if you were, if you were starting the business today, what would you do differently from when you started it back all those years ago? Um. What what I would do from from the very beginning is is really more focused to the to the footprint, so the environmental footprint, because that's that's the main topic, especially for our young target group, yeah, for the Gen Z, who's um, our our majority of of, of our clients, um, because yeah, that's this, this topic is is key, and um, I I would try to to set up a company from the very beginning with net zero uh, footprint. Um, I think on the tech side, of course, today you would start on on on, on a white paper which could implement much more state of the art tech. Um, but I think we managed this quite well, even to implement always best best tech in class um, um, on on the run, so to say. Um, but I there's there's nothing I, I would say I I would carve out from the so all cities we are in we are happy with. Yeah, uh, guest group is fantastic. Yeah, so that 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 works. Um, all our relationships, even even with all the landlords, etc., they are they are fantastic. And um, I always had even luck with my business partners. So um, that was, of course, yeah, even a bit of luck. You can't manage everything in 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 life, but um, yeah. Um, nothing hey, great. Yeah, well, hey, listen, isn't that a great thing to be able to say that, you, you know, broadly speaking, you, you made the right choices back then and the world has shifted in terms of sustainability and, and tech. So those areas, naturally, you would address differently. But I think that's a that's a great thing to be able to say, you know, looking back. Um, you, you you made the right the right decisions and the right moves. And let's talk about the sustainability side because I know it's something which you are incredibly passionate about. And and as you say, you know, in today's world, ESG is is so so important. It's becoming, you know, I think in probably the not too distant future, I think it might even become into legislation in terms of corporate, you know, really yeah. corporate governance. I could see that happening in particular for, you know, for listed businesses, but it's certainly environmental and sustainability. It's it's a hot topic, as you say, for, from a customer point of view, actually, yeah. you know, the customer choosing uh, who they spend their hard-earned money with uh, based on those credentials from an investor point of view, and, and obviously it's the right thing to do for our planet, clearly. But yeah. talk about your approach to sustainability with a and and what, you, what you've got going on, because I know you've got a lot of initiatives in place here. Yeah, we, yeah that, that's right. And um, I, I think even even lucky, uh, or we are on the lucky side here, that, that we have even a lot of not just young clients, we have even a lot of young Young uh, talents employees in in the company and and it started really it was pushed or required demanded by 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 our employees so that that the employees started to already in yeah it was in the fourth two thousand fourteen fifteen um, asked it on uh, me um, Oliver why why we have these these uh, all these single packed marmalade and stuff at the buffet or why we don't care for water savings and. Don't take care of where our electricity is coming from, and all, all these points. And push, push, started to push this, and we started to to, to think about it and said, "They're all right, yeah. Why, why we are doing it in this and this way, and and yeah, let's maybe maybe do it in a smarter way, in a better way for the environment." And then in fifteen, we we really um, um, be, begun to to investigate deeper. What is our footprint? What 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 does footprint mean for a company? Yeah, who can help us to evaluate this? Yeah, and and give us a give us a, a number. Yeah, and and what, how how big is our footprint? How how could we monitor this? Who who could audit um, this way? Where, where are the right capacities to to ask for? Yeah, and um. Then we, we we figured out in in uh, sixteen our first time our footprint was 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 a little ten so nine dot six nine dot seven kilogram per overnight. No idea is this is this is this good is this is this bad yeah because what does it mean nine dot eight kilogram carbon footprint per per overnight yeah and um, then we we had some benchmark what what means an, an economy scale like an uh, um, let's say Moxie or Ibis or, or Travel Lodge etc. This has twenty to twenty five kilogram. So we always recognize, okay, that's that's even much better. That seems we we're sitting on a treasure, yeah. And why not using this? 
and 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 talking about this and and even try to get it lower. Why it's all, all almost lower because that's that's quite simple. We we have a higher higher uh, uh, bed density, so we we have a better efficiency in in how we use space because of the bunk beds, uh, more beds in a room, and even less um, less facilities in a room, like no aircon usually, um, no no mini bar in yeah, so it means no fridge in each room, stuff like this. So that's that's helping us to have a lower starting point, and. Then we started really in, 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 in seriously in 16, 17 to say, let's define a road to zero. That was not, not linked with the date in this time, but um, could we go to zero? What does it mean? And how could we reduce this footprint? And with, with, with uh, for example, changing to uh, renewable energies, buying electricity yeah, from, from renewables and, and, and changing, uh, we, we skipped a lot of, of multiple deliveries back to one-stop delivery, look to the suppliers, more local food, for example, than, than far away delivered. And, and many, many action points. And um, so we brought it down now today. Today we are at 3.6, 3.7 kilogram. So a third from 15, all by own effort and without losing any quality. Yeah. So that's just, I would say, changing stuff Yeah. from A to B. And um, our our ambitious aim now is, and, and that was created during pandemic, by the way, Um um, during pandemic, we had this wow momentum when we saw that people from one second to the other for totally different reason, but they all stayed home because it was even like a social shame to travel. Yeah, Because the government and, and authorities asked us, please stay home. And the people did. They stayed home. And, and, and then we saw what would happen if for environmental reasons, same happens, that, that for environmental reasons, that people have so much environmental consciousness that, that they stay home. That would be worst case for, for the entire travel industry. Yeah. And we said, okay, we have really to act quicker here. And we have to find a we have to find a very soon answer um how to how to offer a full net zero um sustainable or net zero emission product. And uh, then we decided to to have this uh, um, in place by 2025, what is a year and a half from now. Um, what we know is we, we will get down our, our 3.6, 3.7 kilogram, maybe to a 2.5, to 6, something like this. And then onward from this, we will identify the right offsetting programs and offset a mandatory all our footprint by 2025. So that's the role. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic, Oliver. I mean, you know, the, the progress that you've made in a relatively short space of time, um, and like you say, just really from your own initiatives of just changing A to B, simple stuff, and really looking at every single aspect and really yeah. drilling into the detail. I mean, a huge achievement. Congratulations. That's amazing. And I, I love the fact that, you know, you've got that target by 2025. It sounds like you're confident, Oliver, that you'll be able to achieve that from, from what you said. Is that is that right? Yeah, we, we we will achieve a, a, a number lower, three kilogram by own effort, and and definitely by twenty twenty five, then we will mandatory offset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. What 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 kind of offsetting um, initiatives have you got in mind? Um. So here, what what we learned is is um it's it's quite common that you partner with a with a uh, what's called gold standard. Yeah, with a gold standard uh, institutions. That's all more or less NGOs, so to say, and. And uh, these these uh, institutions they, they they have to work quite transparent to to that even our clients can see um, which projects are right now the current projects we 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 paying in or we paying for mostly it's it's uh, reforest uh, programs yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic. It's ironic, actually, Oliver, because I interviewed uh, the CEO of a company called Binex a couple of weeks ago when I was over in Singapore um, and um, Klaus Nemzo. But what they do, they actually are all about green energy, green fuel. Mm -hmm. um, and they they produce this uh, crop called so sorghum and it's a plant. And basically the, uh, the, the, the seeds in it are used for sort of like food for animal feed. The green part of the plant, they produce these pellets, which as a replacement for coal, but then yeah. they will also do a liquefied kind of version, uh, which will replace aviation fuel and, um, you know, shipping, etc. So they're doing really innovative, big stuff in that sustainable space as well. Fascinating. And they're, they're actually growing this crop in Australia 
on land that cannot be used to grow food. Um, yeah. So it's not competing with food production. And also it's creating a whole uh, host of opportunities for Aboriginal people who have been treated very poorly mm-hmm. in, you know, over the X number of hundreds of years, actually. Yeah. Um, so it's a really interesting area. And I think what you're doing with your uh, proposition, I think will put you ahead of ahead of the game, one, in terms of the planet, but two, the business, the business model and the, yeah. the customer uh, choice. So congratulations. Very, very good. Excellent. Thank you. Um, so so when you think about um Oliver, the you know, you mentioned about the pandemic, um, and thankfully we are through the pandemic, and your yeah. actually your revenue numbers are higher than 2019, aren't they? So you've actually not just recovered from from the yeah. pandemic kind of crisis, but also you're you're you've got growth over and above that at the moment. That's that's true. That's true. And and so the bounce back was was very strong last. It was uh, late spring, early summer last year. Yeah, when when all the, all the last uh, um, uh, restrictions be uh, fallen down, uh, fallen away. And um, the biggest challenge last year was then that that really the guests been quicker back than than the stuff. Yeah, so that and and we we all remember it was really it was to be if we are. Quite frank, it was no fun to travel in this time, yeah, because you had all these crowded airports, delay in the security lines, uh, many many planes grounded, yeah, because of of two two less cabin crews, and same happened even in our houses, yeah. So we had a lot long queues, um, very stressed uh, guests, yeah, by even how they arrived, yeah, and 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 then even when they arrived, they had to to queue again in a uh, long time. And in here we tried to be quite innovative. Um, to, for example, we 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 couldn't found enough native speakers in all the countries. Yeah, and and then we we hired whoever was willing and said, oh, I'm 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 happy to to work in hospitality again. And um, so, for example, we put Google Nest to our receptions. Yeah, to translate between our our guests and and our receptionist and and stuff like this. So, but yeah, it was a strong rebounds and and even un- up to today we see um that uh, we have we have higher demands, that's right. Um we have we uh, have more overnights than we had in 19, not only higher rates because in many industries you you hear about better numbers, but it's all driven by much higher rates. Um but we see even higher volume. Um what maybe is it's all also a bit driven by by the economic downturn we see in the most countries, yeah. So the recession, and we are, yeah, we are as as a budget uh, accommodation, we we are recession proofed and and recession bit I would say recession winner uh, as well, yeah. Because if people have to save, um, they um, yeah, they save to us, so to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so actually, that's a good example where you know it's actually benefited your business as opposed to maybe other travel businesses that are sort of concerned about the the economic impact of people's disposable income. Um, so, you might actually start um, attracting new customers to you that wouldn't have considered a hostel before. Definitely, definitely. Even once from the downturn, on the other hand, even what we finished just in before the pandemic kicked in, we, we spent over 40 million costs over our portfolio to, to make a new refurb, yeah, um, have, have, uh, yeah, we have a new look and look and feel, look, look out. And, um, even this is kicking in now, yeah, that, um, that pays, pays off, uh, that, that we renovated all, all, all the areas and, upgraded a little bit by look and feel yeah i mean it's interesting actually because i think you know is there um what's your thoughts on the perception of hostels you know is there an issue that people think of it as you know quite grotty not nice accommodation you know is is there is there an image do you think that people have in their mind that who haven't experienced staying in a hostel and versus the reality of what you actually offer yeah, it depends a bit on the markets, of course. Yeah, so for example, we see it's very difficult in Italy to 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 let the people know that that hostel is, uh, is something nice and really something they, they, they can try out and check in. And they're always surprised when they first tried uh, to to stay in a hostel, and 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 then they, we see that they are all positive uh, surprised. Um, but I, I would say in in the in Central Europe, even US, UK, um, people are more 
common with hostels now and no, no much better since, since many years. And it's easier today to, um, because a lot of people have very positive hostel experience in, in their life, with, even with a lot of our peers. And there are so many, uh, so different, nice hostel concepts in the world. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, people know the one or the other. And and it's easier than, than uh, 10, 15 years ago, where you really had to start in the beginning to explain what you were doing and what, 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 what is the idea behind the hostel. Mm. yeah okay now that's interesting and do you what do you have a high level of repeat guests um oliver that might come to stay with you in one one destination and go to another one you know what how, how does your level of repeat uh customers look like yeah that's 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 the case so um on, on the one hand um what was is even important the teachers are, are uh, have, have a high re reputation rate um so eight from ten teachers coming back next year with with, with another school and um, what we're looking for is, is is to have this life cycle of of, of our the customer life cycle. What what starts as as a pupil with with fifteen sixteen, and ideal then we see this these students arriving back later with with first boyfriend girlfriend or with with even a couple of friends later back with family. Yeah, so we we have really the chance to to catch people from from let's say age fifteen. To age 40, 45, um, with, when, when they're traveling with, as, as a young family with, um, to, to city. And, um, yeah, we, so, um, I would, yeah, we, we, we don't have accurate numbers here because, for example, we, we can't track the single pupils in, in school class. We just can track the, 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 um, um, the students when they are, when they are no minor, minors anymore. Yeah. So, but, um, not not before, but we, we we see a lot lot of repeaters. So, yeah, that's great. That's great. I can actually see that. I hadn't thought about that that kind of customer life cycle that you just yeah. explained so beautifully. So, no, that's fantastic, wonderful. And and just going back to to the pandemic, Oliver. You know, in terms of it was a really tough time for for all businesses, but the yeah. travel industry in particular had their heart and soul ripped out of it. I think, and um, you know, and it was one of the worst industries affected, the first to be impacted, and the last to come out. I yeah. would say. Um, for you, in terms of, you know, the things that you did during that period, you said that you took the opportunity to sort of upgrade some of the properties and to refurbish, et cetera. But, you know, what were the other things that you were focused on during that time in, from a business point of view? So my, my most most hardest hardest point was really that, that we saw every every month losing more and more stuff. Yeah. So um, on the to, to be fair, um, we've been on the lucky side that, um, we, we are just operating in in, in European uh, um, um, uh, countries, and in all countries we are in, we had these what what we call furlough programs. Yeah? So that the state uh, took took over 60-70 percent of, of of the of the salary. So that that on the one hand we we didn't had this responsibility um, how we survive our our employees. Yeah. So the employees being sent home and being paid not full but 60 70% so could fill their fridge yeah so that 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 was that was a good news uh, during the pandemic that that we do, didn't had even even this hassle um yeah to um to take care for the incomes of, of of our employees but of course people sit sitting home months by months by months not knowing when coming back um of course they looked to to work in other industries in in, in this time yeah and so we we saw really every 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 month melting melting our knowledge our skills yeah so that uh, yeah and and we had this uh, when when we will bounce back what will happen who, who we can call to coming back and helping us yeah so that that was one one of the biggest concerns and and we started then uh, Im immediately to um uh, to say let, let's set up a big uh, video tutorial uh, um um in um yeah so in in our cloud in in the ano cloud and um we, we called back some of the stuff and and said whatever you're doing every task make a movie explain it yeah that that we have a big database a tutorial later to teach in a, in, a, in a quick and fast way in a proper way um probably then all the newbies and um on the other hand yeah there was then, then the idea what to doing you have thirty thousand empty beds yeah every day empty and that's something where you think nobody first you have to realize yeah really nobody needs you anymore what is what is more than frustrating 
Um, and um, then, then even we called quite soon, we called back after the first shock weeks, um, we called back our sales sales team and, and it was first time in, in my life I, I spoke to the sales team and said, guys, I have no idea to who's selling this bets now, but please go out and try it. Yeah. And, and they did. Yeah, and and what what they created, they came back with 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 contracts with all the municipalities and said, yeah, the municipalities have so many distressed people, um, even maybe to be separated from due, due to COVID, uh, yeah, in to go in quarantine or, or stuff like this, or refugees or homeless during the winter periods, and we started to create a lot lot of contracts with municipalities, and and for example, then in the next winter period, in the second pandemic phase. Um, uh, we had out of our 30,000 beds, we had 15,000 rented out to the municipalities. And for us, the best thing was we, we had something to do. Yeah, we, we could take care, we could make breakfast, we could make dinner. Yeah, we, we could serve people. That's what we like to do. And 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 th that was was really helpful. And learning is, is even when it looks very, very worse, try to... Find something, yeah. What 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 makes sense? And and there's always it takes time, of course, but there's always something what what um, could be, uh, yeah. Who, who maybe has has a need of 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 your services? Mm. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, there's a saying um, in the in the UK, uh, which I think describes that when you say necessity is the mother of invention, yeah. um, and it. Yeah, you know, so when when the chips are down and you have to get creative, right? Because you've got this really crisis yeah. situation, and that's sometimes when the best ideas come and the best initiatives come, isn't it? That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And 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 for yourself, Oliver, what was the hardest thing for you as a leader? Do you think during that time, more on a personal basis, and, and sort of you as a person? That was in, in in this time. I remember very well that. Um, um, even a small anecdote, yeah. In um, I, I decided very quick. I I go into my office every day, yeah, because um, yeah. If I don't show up in the office, who should <laughs> who else should show up, yeah? So, um, and um, so I I I placed on 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 my desk in the office. I placed these four four pictures of my four kids, yeah, and and said so that that I have a motivation why to do what I'm doing here, yeah, and. And there was fifty percent of my work was 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 really to to have a lot of calls to all our suppliers, to all our uh, landlords, etc., and ask for deferrals, yeah, ask for reduction, yeah, really every day ask, ask, ask. And on the other hand, the other fifty percent was um, to motivate the people, yeah, and and smile. And that was quite quite often that that was the biggest challenge. To when I I drove to my my office, I was. I wouldn't say depressed, but I, I, I was not full of fun. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. And 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 uh, even had to sort my mind. And and it, this moment to to go through the uh, when I crossed the the the, the, uh, um, the the hallways in in our assets or even in the main in the headquarter, just to be like, guys, I'm totally optimistic. It's positive. It will end end well. Yeah. And to play this, that. Yeah, that was sometimes it, it was was hard. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I love that, and and the pictures of your your beautiful children to to sort of really motivate you and remind you why you're yeah. doing what you're doing, and yeah. you know what that leads me on to is is really you know purpose and understanding what the purpose is, um, both for the business and, and for yourselves. Because uh, I think very often people, sometimes they don't have, they don't know what their reason why is, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think when you have a strong reason why, then you can achieve anything, actually. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so if you were to describe, you know, the purpose or, you know, the mission for the business, what, what would you say it is? It's to 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 let people to share share the idea of travel for for as much people as we can, yeah. So to provide this affordable uh, accommodation because I think many many so or we we as 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 people we, we can travel uh, um, quite often. We we know how how um, important it is for the experience, even even for to open your mind, yeah. To see that everywhere you meet more nice people than bad people in the world yeah wherever you go so uh, i always say if, if everyone would travel every day 
uh, we wouldn't have any war anymore yeah so because yeah travel is 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 taking down boundaries and 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 even is killing stereotypes etc so um and and with this said um i i yeah i think it's so important to to um to offer offer or make yeah, make an offer that that more people can can take part on 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 this idea of of travel yeah and not only for business reasons even for leisure and for to open their mind etc and and um there are more people in the world with smaller wallets and than with bigger wallets and and to to enable engage enable this these people that that they can be part of this have uh, yeah, could take part of this experience that's our purpose I love that I love that and it actually you know I suppose it comes back to those early days you talked about but you know breaking boundaries and and cultural awareness and mm. maybe that comes from your early family life um and being in East Germany and, and experiencing the restrictions that you had at, mm. as a child and then that sort of opening up with the wall coming down and it's it's incredible how then that has seems to have be sort of inside you and is driving yeah. the business purpose, but your own kind of purpose as well, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. I, I have this. I would say today I have this big luck that that I really know what it means to be unfreedom. Yeah, and um, lucky wise, I, I was 15 when it was released. Yeah, and and I was free, and I'm free since since 15. But. Um, I can remember what it means that that your world is very small. Yeah. And and um, that's that's maybe yeah, um, why I'm a big fan of having less boundaries and less hurdles in this world. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think so. What was it like actually growing up in those early years in in East Germany? Then you said you know you can remember quite strongly you know how it was. Well, just describe that because a lot of people would never ha have an understanding of that, Oliver. If that's okay. So it 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 was uh, it was a good childhood, yeah, because I had a, I had a good family home and and we always had enough to eat and stuff like this, so that, that no nobody was 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 hungry or so. But um, it was so. Um, for example, we of course we've been teached well in the, in, in the school and we've been teached about the and the the, the the globe and the yeah, the earth and and we but we know we knew in this time, for example, there are many many enemy countries, yeah. We never, we never been allowed to to travel to, yeah, and and so to have this when you are 10, 11, 12, you already start to recognize that okay, America is something, it's 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 bad, yeah, that was what was told to us, and and um, you never you never will see New York in your life, yeah, um, or you never will see London, yeah, that was. That was obvious, yeah, and and um, so the biggest city you you could maybe see in your life was Moscow, yeah. So and um, this was this was what I mean with unfreedom. That was a big restriction, yeah, because uh, the planet for me was just a third of what the entire planet is, um, and and even then by um, your freedom in to choose what what you like to do and and for example entrepreneurs there have been no entrepreneurs in 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 eastern germany yeah so that everything was state owned state organized probably more or less in, in bad conditions yeah so um and there was no in in the bakery there, there there have been two kinds of bread and two kinds of cake and the baker, because he was an, not an entrepreneur, he never he, he would probably never never wake up in the morning and said, "Let me try a third type of cake." Yeah, um, why why he or she should do it? Yeah, um, so yeah, yeah, Fa absolutely fascinating. It really is, and um, yeah, it's I'm always interested how our early lives influence kind of our lives as adults, mm. really. Yeah. Um, any advice you would give to the young Oliver um, when you were sort of growing up? Um, yeah, so then we come to the title of your podcast. Yeah, so be be brave. Yeah, be 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 disruptive. That would be for me this this brave. Yeah, so if you have a, a good idea in your mind, then probably you have to 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 tear down some borders um because usually a good idea is is a little bit disruptive and and um yeah many people maybe will even tell you that that will not work so stick to your idea stick to your way 
and 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 try it yeah make it yeah, happen yeah yeah fantastic no that is it's great advice advice to your younger self but i mean and you know you have done all of those things haven't you you've certainly disrupted the sector disrupted you know and, and really kind of pushed out of your 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 own comfort zone um and when you look back um oliver you know people sometimes they'll see your incredible success which obviously you you should feel rightly proud of but not everything will have been easy. We talked about about COVID and and the, and the difficulty running the business during that time. But you know, can you? What's been the toughest time in the business outside of COVID? Would you say um, for you? Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would say that there's not this this one moment. Uh, uh, despite from from COVID, that was really one 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 tough moment. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, the, the the tough moments are almost if if something really um, an accident happened. What what of course happens? Yeah, if you if you accommodate thirty thousand people every day, that's that things happen like in a small town. Yeah. So and um, this are for example, I can remember every call when I, when I was being called in the past, and, and that I'm, I'm speaking about maybe something what happens every three years. Yeah, but uh, that that. Let's say, yeah, yeah, big uh, that, that I guess is in, insured by by an accident in in, in house or whatever. That these are of course uh, um, um, difficult moments. Um, and um, on on a long run, it's it's more I, I would say always for for the stage of your company, find the right people and how to motivate them and engage them. Yeah, that that um, delivers a purpose. Yeah, and for example, a big swift shift. What we see since since seven years now, I would say, yeah, I, yeah, fifteen, sixteen. Um, you have to deliver more than just your 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 main idea of affordable accommodation. Yeah, this Gen Z uh, is 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 so well skilled and educated, but but even so illoyal. Yeah, so they 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 stay just for half a year or year and telling you then. I work now a long time in your company. It's time to change. And 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 you say no. You are here one year. That's not long time. Yeah. So how to how to for example yeah how to find the right answers to 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 stick these people longer to your company to 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 your aim. Yeah. And um, I would say this is one of the biggest challenges we have the last years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And, you know, hospitality, you know, we know we've got an issue, haven't we, as a sector around talent and, you know, access to, to good people. I think, you know, that's something that is taking it's, it's taking um, a lot of businesses time to to make sure you've got the right, you know, you're the right people on the team and that people stay with you. It's um it's it's hard, I think, all around still for, for a lot of businesses. Um, and so so, Oliver, when you look back over your kind of, you know, your career, your life, you've still got a lot more to come obviously you know because you're 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 a young energetic uh man and i can't wait to see what happens with the business going forward but can you think of the best piece of advice that you've been given over the years um i, I would say two two advice one is a very simple one that was a sentence i i i, I uh, listened to it in i think in early stages and i i repeat this quite often even to my people that was um every every euro you, you you don't spend you don't have to earn yeah it's it's so simple but it's it's it says a lot yeah um yeah this uh, this I, I would say was was um yeah that's 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 the most simple but most most obvious uh, thing yeah mm. yeah fantastic and you said it was another one yeah but i forgot my my uh, we'll stick we'll come. stick with that one that's fine that's yeah. fine okay come coming back later yeah <laughs> okay and oliver in terms of you know where people can connect with you how they can find out more about the business if they maybe they want to book a stay with you uh, or come and work for your incredible you know incredible team well, how can they connect with you best oliver um, so with, with the company you you, you find on uh, uh, aohostels.com yeah that's that's our our brand.com um that that's the main for for booking and information even see about our sustainable story and all this stuff yeah um and uh, to connect with me i think uh, easy is, is is linkedin and i i will give you the, the my my detailed linkedin linkedin later for for the show notes 
Perfect. Yes, let's do that. We'll include that. And um, yeah, if you're if you're um, you might be watching this on YouTube as well. So we'll also include all the, the details there. But um, that's okay. fantastic. And um, and Oliver, you know, the podcast is called Brave, Bold, Brilliant. When you hear that, what does that mean to you? Yeah, um, I think that that's these these three uh, uh, things you you need to be successful. Yeah, and 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 then if if you if you if you are brave, if you are bold, if you are brilliant, I would maybe it's it's a wrong translation in 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 Germany. Brilliant is really in German something like like for me Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs. Yeah, not nobody has to be so brilliant in, in on this level. Yeah, so even with uh, if you are. Bit less brilliant on a lower level, but but if you are brave, if you are bold, if you are sticking to your idea in a consequent way, then my experience is then then even this 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 piece of luck, what you even need, um, will come and will show up. Yeah, but um, yeah, you have to do something that, that it shows up. Yeah, you have to go out and call for it, and 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 then even luck luck will appear, and and then together you 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 can do uh, everything, and you have. You have sometimes you have to pioneering and do it in a careful way that, that don't go all in, yeah, because sometimes you try out something really new and it even could fail. It, it could happen, for example, that you are too early for, for an idea. Yeah. I saw this a few times, yeah, that that you are sometimes you are two, three years too early. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, then try it again. Yeah. If you fail. Try again, and even I would say that that even what I always like to give 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 with with to to my team is is this trial and error. That's that's and as long as you go net net one step forward, yeah. If you go three three steps forward, two two steps backward, it's net one 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 forward. Everything is fine, yeah. So. Yeah, fantastic. No, I love that. Absolutely. And um, I think you're right, you know, approach to failure and actually treating that failure as learning and, uh, you know, always, always yeah. moving forward in the right, in the right way. Failure way to greatness. That's what I say, Oliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for coming on. I wish you every success with the business. And um, yeah, really look forward to uh, to seeing how things evolve for you. So thank you so much, Oliver. Thank you so much, Jeanette. It was really, was really a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.